0: all right here we are again um talking about coaching i'm here with yannick and nikki and today's question is um i want to charge more but i don't feel confident that i'm worth it (laughs) i think it's it's such a great question and it's probably like somewhere there in the top three of questions that I've heard from coaches working with coaches for, for a few years now. And um, it's also a question that was always on my mind and still is actually, even though um, my prices. Have I, it pe-
1: really shouldn't be on your mind. Sivash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. It, it shouldn't really, even though that, you know, my prices increase significantly over time. Um, yeah, I I think it's a great question because, you know, let's face it, you know, we we want to help people, right? We do this for different reasons, but one of the reasons is also to have for a lot of coaches is to have an income, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you think about doctors, you think about dentists, you know, before we choose a profession, we often look at like, what is the average income, Mm -hmm. right? And if I maybe qualify and I learn a bit more and specialize, what's my income then, right mm-hmm. so i think it's an important part because often when coaches want to transition to doing this full-time they need to they need a full-time income right so and i think personally like you know nothing against part-time coaches but if someone really wants to step into that they can make a bigger impact in the world they can help right. more people so personally you know i want more people to have that ability to earn more mm-hmm. so i think it's it's such a great question and a great question to bring. this conversation
1: yeah because there's so many coaches out there who really would like to be full-time coaches but they feel they're still dependent on on their current and their day job or you know on whatever other activity kind of pays them and uh, i mean i resonate with it on a personal level for what six years i was charging 50 pounds a session You know, and it took a little while from not charging anything to charging five pounds, which, by the way, made a huge difference to clients commitment and uh, the the impact of the work. Just five pounds. It was incredible to I think then it was 20. And then at some point it was 50. And I I kept it at 50 for a very, very long time. And so I I experienced firsthand the kind of experiences, emotions are involved. I mean, I'm me and others are others. Uh, But there was certainly a feeling around, well, is it worth it if I charge more, you know? Uh, what's the kind of uh, impact or the kind of value that I'm offering? Um, but then uh, there were a few thoughts that, that led to me actually charging uh, more and allowing myself to do that. And a few of those bits I would love to kind of put out there uh, to help others have perhaps a think about some of those because they weren't in my, um, in my sphere of awareness. Um, a very important one was, um, the amount of money that I had invested to get to this stage, the amount of money that I didn't earn in a corporate job because I had decided to become a coach, the, uh, money that I had invested in coach training and CPDs and supervision that, uh, you know, on a, a fairness is a high value of mine, and it would only be fair if I kind of make that money back. So uh, for me, it was like, well, it's 50 pounds an hour. But it wasn't 50 pounds an hour, really. The 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 fee that you charge should also pay you back for what you've invested. And uh, if you could earn an X amount of money in another job, you know, and you choose to spend your time not in that job, but in your coaching job, there's a question around, you know, uh, how does that scale up? And then also, what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? Uh, to just kind of think about what what do you, how much money do you need? Uh, per year in order to sustain yourself or create a life that you would want to live. And that is entirely your decision. So once I actually crunched the numbers and I realized, well, I'm just like, well, if I were to live my dream life, I need this much, I need to pay insurance, I need to like uh, buy clothes and food and rent and maybe a car every 10 years or whatever, you know, uh, whatever it is. Um, And then I realized, okay, this much I need per year. And if I want to work this many hours uh, and I can see this many clients, you can start thinking about, well, or start calculating what do I need to charge per client and how many clients do I need per month um, in order to uh, sustain myself like that. You know, if my network just gives me, uh, or your marketing approach just gives you three clients a month, um, then you can start calculating what would be a good rate. And that really, for me, very kind of logical, rational level uh, was a good solution to think, well, that's it, actually a logical argument. There's a good argument for me charging more money, you know, because what I'm doing now is not sustainable and it wasn't sustainable and that really helped. So that was one of those things.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that's such an important part, you know. Um, you know, I just want to like that, 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 I think often we overlook that. And if we actually get clear on the amount we want to earn and then reverse engineer that, right? So that's what essentially what you did. You got clear on the amount you want to earn, break it out to monthly. How many hours can I work? How many people can I help? Because the truth is, you know, and, and by the way, like just want to mention this, right? It's fine to start with whatever five pound, 10 pounds an hour, 50 pounds an hour. Some of the most successful coaches have started at a very low fee, mm-hmm. right? So as a new coach, you know, sometimes, you know, looking at all these experienced coaches that have been doing this for five years or 10 years, you know, it's very easy to say, well, I'm going to start, I've seen new coaches start at 10,000, 5,000, and then struggle for months, six months, a year, Mm -hmm. right? I've worked with coaches that have been coaching for eight years and five years, right? And that doesn't actually serve you as a coach, right? There's not necessarily a right way or wrong way to do it, but there's a distinction that's really helped me is, Right, I think a lot of coaches are familiar with the book, The Prosperous Coach, and a lot of us we want to become prosperous coaches, right? But the distinction that I often bring to coaches is become a working coach first, and then a, you grow into a prosperous coach, mm. right? Be okay to, you know, to have a full practice, even if it means you're charging a bit less, mm-hmm. right? You maybe have 20 clients to earn that whatever it is, that two thousand a month. Mm -hmm. right but you're gaining experience you're growing as a coach and that's going to long term really benefit you and then as you grow you're getting great results you know you're becoming more confident and more skilled as a coach you could maybe say okay well i'll increase my rates so maybe i need 15 clients to maintain my my income and then you maybe go to 10 clients but your rate slowly grows yeah and i think it's important to understand the evolution of the coach the the journey because often we look at someone, we look at someone that's been doing this for 10, 15 years, and then we try to be like that, yeah. right? And that's, how, I've made that mistake in the past. Yeah. And that that, does, that doesn't help you. It doesn't help you like when you increase your prices and you don't have any clients, you just get frustrated, you you start doubting yourself. And, and unfortunately, some coaches actually quit. They leave the, the whole profession mm-hmm. because they're so uncomfortable charging those big prizes. And right. they think, you know i need to be there yeah. to to be a successful coach
1: yeah and I, I really want to underline that it's like uh it makes me think of um dealing with with phobias you know uh, i mean maybe not at that um, uh, phobia clinical end but if somebody is scared of spiders you know you can uh, either throw yourself into a spider pit and realize that they don't kill you and then you realize oh that wasn't so bad actually and then you're not scared of spiders anymore but you can also do it very gradually by first maybe imagining a friendly cartoon spider and then gradually uh, maybe imagine a real spider and then you know have a spider locked up in a cage with a shotgun in your hand and uh, you, know, <laughs> you get the idea um, um, until it like kind of crawls through your hand and you're okay with it. So equally with prices, we can say, well, I'm going to charge X amount of money, which is a high amount. And you're like... Well, that feels wrong, but then you just do it and you talk about it and you say it and you practice it and you just say it over and over again until it com- becomes normal. And that then when somebody says yes to it, you realize it's possible. And all of a sudden, the inhibition of charging this much is gone because now it's real. You know, the gradual uh, um, approach to that would be, for example, charge every, every new client you sign up £10 more, you know, or $10 or 10%, mm-hmm. you know, wh- whatever it is. Then every you know. time you go a little bit higher, every time you feel a little bit more confident. At some point, when I went from 50 pounds to 2000 for pounds for a package, you know, uh, I, there was a, it was a package of six. So it was a huge increase for me. And um, the first time I pitched it, I, I just, it felt wrong. I only pitched it because I had promised my coach, you know, and that, that person had just told me for two hours that they don't have any money. Um, so I'm like, m- this, m- this is weird, but I have committed, so I'm going to do it. Um, long story short, they took out a loan and paid for the coaching and then also paid for an office in their back garden. And that was like, I didn't even consider that possibility, but it, mm. it worked yeah. and it was valuable. Um, six times later, you know, I pitched it six times. I felt I should probably charge more. It, feel, it would feel right to charge more because the value that people walk away with is tremendous. And if you go away from looking at what do I charge per session and you look at what do I charge for the results that the clients get? You know, if somebody often coaches, uh, coaching doesn't uh, cause complete miracles. You know, often coaching is merely an accelerator. I say merely, but it's an important accelerator. How much is it worth to you if you leave your job or your toxic relationship or whatever it is that you want to change six months earlier or one year earlier? You know, in 30 years time, how how much time is that? How much is is it worth that you have another year where you feel good about yourself in the morning, looking forward to your work rather than dreading going there? You know, and if you put the price in that relation, then all of a sudden it sounds a lot less because 200 pounds per hour sounds like a lot to a lot of people, but 3000 pounds to wake up with energized and happy rather than dreading and anxious. Maybe that doesn't sound so much to me to what's two, three thousand pounds in the context of earning 20, 30, 50, 70 K a year. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I really like that, that way of thinking about it, Yannick. Um, I mean, I think there are so many different rationales and directions you can take that can influence kind of how you ultimately, you know, decide to to set your prices or um, have your price structure I guess there's three that I can think of that have been particularly influential for me at the kind of beginning stages of going from zero pounds to like 50 pounds per sessions and now working on packages um, where I do 10 sessions for 1,500. So that, you know, incrementally speaking is a huge jump for me. And the three key points that I found most helpful to give me the confidence and allow me to do that are, number one, the way I reason it to myself is that by raising my prices i just seem to be able to secure more commitment from my clients and that helps mm-hmm. them get the results and that you know enables me as a ca- coach to also feel like i'm doing and coaching you know uh doing my job as a coach so that's been my number one kind of rationale for sure the so second, I
0: just, that. just want to touch on something there nikki i know you want to share something else but yeah. it's it's the commitment it's the number one thing that creates commitment in a client but I also believe it creates a commitment in a coach.
2: Mm, absolutely. Because
0: right? often we talk about a client, but it gets us coaches to, you know, show up on time to prepare to maybe even go beyond, you know, beyond the session and think outside of the box. So just absolutely. want to jump absolutely, in Absolutely,
2: Sivash. I totally agree. And, and the way that's initially manifested with me is definitely as like the pressure, you know, that, mm. that raise of price is, is definitely, you know, um, helped I, me up my game.
1: I do want to acknowledge the pressure for a moment because mm. some, for some coaches that's paralyzing and that's exactly why they don't put their prices up. Mm. So uh, I think it's it can be really useful. But on the other hand, I also want to free my coaches from the pressure of charge yeah. because just because you're charging a lot doesn't mean you need to be a certain good or you need to deliver a certain result. You're merely selling a potential and you keep selling the potential. You cannot be more than fully committed. So I, I think it's in, it's a, it can be a problem that uh, coaches charge something where they now feel under pressure that they have to deliver.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I'm just going to drop it there. You know, I, I've, I've played a lot with prizes. Um, I think a big part of my work I do is experimenting. But, you know, for me, it's a lot about what Yannick said. is about results, right? If I'm confident I can get certain results for someone, but I have a client that pays 50,000 for coaching, a client that pays a hundred thousand for coaching. And there's no difference there for me. Hmm. Right. And for me, like I have programs where people invest a few thousand, I show up as the same coach. Mm-hmm. right? And I want to point out that it has brought a whole different focus into my work. And for me, it's, you know, it's all about mastery, but the thing is there that often we look at those, I used to look at those big numbers and think like what magical thing do they bring do they have some magical dust that they bring to the sessions and i think it's 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 bringing that level of professionalism you know thinking outside of sessions about clients what else can i do how can i for me like a core value is customer astonishment Mm. how can i surprise my clients how can i wow them right right um, yeah. Just
1: just before we finish, because I, I have a client uh, uh, very soon. <laughs> I actually go need to see them. I do want to hear what the other two two points were that, that Nikki started to to tell us about. I think we can continue this conversation at some point. But I'm really interested what those two other points were.
2: For sure. And I'll make it quick. And the other the second point was, um, you know, was a bit of the calculation that was already shared about, you know, realistically, what do I need a year to kind of sustain myself and make a little bit of savings and then kind of working out per week, how much energetically can I spend time coaching? And then, you know, based on that, what kind of should a, a coaching session cost? So that's kind of, you know, valuing my needs and kind of my expertise and in relation to what I can deliver. Um, and then the final point was around, well, it builds again on kind of you know valuing. And you said this, Yannick, you know valuing all the experience and the expenses and the investment personally and financially I've made into kind of my training as a coach, mm-hmm. as well as kind of the reading and time I invest daily in kind of building, building my practice. Um, take taking that into account, but combined also with this idea of you know what you said also Yannick again about the idea of, you know, what ultimately is it that the client is getting out of it and it's, and that the result extends beyond just the the time of the coaching and, and anything monetary to being a a result and a way of thinking or a change for life. So kind of combining all these various things, I think for me, that's provided a really powerful rationale for how I can justify um, putting my prices up and i think you know eventually what then happens is you're you raise your prices to higher and higher levels based a little bit on supply and demand you know knowing that there's only one of you and if there's so many people demanding you then your prices will naturally right. kind of
0: yeah you know what them. like you mentioned so many valuable things there and i think this 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 question deserves a part two mm. yeah, cliffhanger energy and you know the okay.
1: I have another whole list, yeah. you know, I have like a list with like uh, mm. 7, 10, 11 or so points of what you can use to calculate your price in a way that's fair. Yeah. But given that we talked about time earlier, I definitely need to go now. So guys, thank oh. you so much. Uh, uh, I hope you found it that useful. Uh, and uh, if you've uh, watched us on Facebook Live, I hope you, uh, you, you find that helpful. And uh, maybe we announce it next time we, we meet again and that people can put it in their calendar. And um, if you're listening to us uh, anywhere else, um, then thank you for listening. And we hope to see you next time. Thank you for being with us today. I appreciate your commitment to learning and growing as a coach. Just a few things before you go. First of all, we're doing this for you. So if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, do send us a question. Secondly, We're not doing this for profit, so we rely on your support to help us reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can send this episode to a friend or tell a fellow coach uh, about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review or even support us on Patreon. Um, That would be amazing. And lastly... You can find us across all major platforms, so uh, whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes and listen to it uh, in your car while you're driving through somewhere with no internet, uh, you can do so too. Um, And that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next
0: time.